good evening. Uh, probably actually not evening, probably morning, hopefully morning. Hopefully you're listening to this as soon as it's uploaded and welcome to, uh, I forget what this show is called. Wake up Wednesday. Yep. That's it. Welcome to wake up Wednesday, episode eight. My name is Evan. I am your host of this show. Thanks for joining me. Uh, if you're new to the show, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you what we, what we do here. I typically go over the NFL lines. Uh, so I, I, I recap what happened last week and then I go over what is happening in the upcoming, uh, week schedule, however you want to look at it. So we obviously just had the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. They are now concluded. We had four not so great games uh i'll be honest and we obviously have two next week the uh afc and nfc championship games those will determine who goes to the super bowl i'm sure you're all familiar with that if you're not though there you go that's how the nfl playoffs work okay so we're gonna go ahead jump right into this it's gonna be a quick one because there's not really much to much to talk about besides you know the four games that happened and the two games that are coming up the uh, first game that we had to watch was, I say had to because it was kind of painful to watch, honestly, uh, was Rams-Packers. Now, the Packers did win. I did predict that the Packers would win, and I did predict that they would cover. Spread was 6.5 or 5.5, I think. They won by 14, so they, you know, they, they covered that easily. It was a good game. Uh, Aaron Donald played with some fractured i think he had no not fractured torn rib cartilage or tissue or something like that so he obviously wasn't at 100 percent, and that's huge uh the rams d is what has kept them in games and kept them strong throughout most of the season so obviously having a hindered aaron donald really really hurt them uh jalen ramsey i don't think did as good of a job on Devonte adams as everybody said he would now, Devontae didn't go for a ton of yards, but he did have a touchdown, and Jalen Ramsey wasn't on him when he needed to be. He, he didn't follow him around like a little puppy dog, though. It wasn't like that lockdown corner uh, type thing that, that you would have expected uh, Jalen Ramsey to do. No, he did that against DK Metcalf and, and other marquee receivers throughout the season, but that wasn't the case this game, um, and, and it just—the Rams did let them down, I think. I mean, they, they let up 32. That— that's a lot for them. Uh, they had a lot of really good defensive performances this year, and, and really it's unfortunate that they fell flat here. Uh, Goff did play, even though he obviously has that, that hand issue. Um, and Cam Akers had a, good, had a good game on the ground, but it just wasn't enough ultimately. I mean, the Packers, Rodgers was 23 for 36 uh, on his completions, 296 yards, two touchdowns. And then obviously they have uh, Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams as their as their kind of like two headed uh, dragon uh, running back core. And Aaron Jones had 14 carries for 99 yards and a touchdown, whereas Jamal Williams, his backup, had 12 carries for 65. And that's solid. Um, it's it's really solid. And I thought that they had a decent decent game. I don't think they played their absolute best. I think they are capable of playing even better than they did uh, versus the Rams, and I think they're going to do that this week upcoming versus Tampa Bay. But overall, there's not really much you can ask for. A 32-18 to 18 win is good. They won by two touchdowns. That's solid. They covered for me. They won for me. 
Uh, Rodgers looked really good. Devontae looked sharp. Alan Lazard, obviously a, a backup option for them. Uh, not a backup option, but a lower tier receiver, even having a good game with 96 yards on four receptions and a touchdown. So we'll have to see what uh what happens next week, but I, I think I'm probably on the Packers. I think I'm riding them uh, probably to the Super Bowl. And uh, we'll have to see, but I'm, I'm pretty confident. The sun, Saturday night game, uh, Buffalo Bills versus the Baltimore Ravens. The Bills are kind of my adopted team. They were all season. Once I realized that the Eagles were not doing anything, um, even last year, I, I decided, you know, I, I kind of like the Bills to root for as a second team. I really like what they have going. I think um, I think McDermott is a really, really good coach. And I just think that everything about their system and the way, the way they utilize um, Josh Allen and then the, the way they utilize their receivers, I just, I really like it. I appreciate it. I think it's very entertaining football. Um, that kind of goes against what we saw this game because this was not an entertaining game. It was 17 3 uh, when the final whistle blew. Oh, the Ravens could only manage to get three points on the board. Uh, Lamar Jackson did get injured in the third quarter, and it kind of stunted any ability that they were going to get to come back. So they had to throw in Tyler Huntley, who I think was an undrafted free agent. Uh, he, he didn't do much. He, he wasn't really worth anything. Lamar threw his first career red zone pick in this game. So just, just an unfortunate and really, really just bad performance by Lamar. Um, he didn't really even rush for, for that many yards. He, he only rushed for 34, which was quite short of his uh, projected 80 rushing yards. This was, there's just, there's not much to say about this. I mean, the Buffalo Bills defense adapted so well, and they were cutting off all of those, all of those option plays and design runs that Lamar usually gets away with, and, and they just were ready for it. I mean, they were, they were, their schemes were, <clears throat> were, were solid on offense too, and they got enough going. Uh, Ravens defense played okay, only letting up 17. I thought this game would be would definitely be high scoring. I didn't think it would be 17-3. 20 points total is just so low. Um, a, a lot of low scoring, kind of like mediocre games, and this was this was a shitty one. But it's good to see Josh Allen advancing to the. Uh, to the championship, AFC championship, where he will face a Chiefs team who could be Mahomesless. Uh, Bills, if you followed me, did cover uh, two and a half, which was the spread. I told everybody they would, and I hope that you followed me because that would have won you money. And also, sorry, Lamar, you have to learn how to throw, man. You know, you, you just have to learn how to throw. You can't be a running quarterback forever, and eventually I think it's going to come back and bite him. Ravens finished the season at 12-6. and six. Uh, Bills, 15-3 right now. Quite a season. Okay. Uh, next game, Browns-Chiefs. Browns covered. I think I said that the Chiefs would win in cover. They did not. Thankfully, I had an alt-spread bet in, and I took the Chiefs minus 2.5 instead of minus 5.5. Thank God, because they did lose or did win by only 5. I'm so glad that I, that I you know teased that down in, in my... Big parlay for this week. I managed to actually win a parlay, which was nice. Um, but let's get back to this game. Cleveland Browns finishes season at 12-6. and six. 
behind a mediocre Baker Mayfield performance in which he threw 204 yards. He threw 23 for 37 on completions, one touchdown, one interception. Um, the rushing game never really got started for them. Nick Chubb rushed for 69 on 13 carries. Uh, Kareem Hunt for 32 on 6. And Baker only scrambled for 11 yards. Now, none of their receivers had anything crazy either. Rashard Higgins, you know, 88 yards. That was the leading receiver in this uh, in this Browns team. And unfortunately, there was a there was a fumble touchback. No, was it a safety? It was a safety, I think. Um, somebody fumbled into the end zone, and it was just it was just so bad. I mean, it was just horrendous. No, it was a touchback, not a safety. Anyway, um, the Browns uh, were were rushing into the end zone, and he whoever got hit, I think it was. What's the guy's name on the Chiefs that he's an asshole? I fucking forget. Anyway, my brain is not there today. Um, hit the Browns receiver and knocked the ball from him, even though he was across the plane. Doesn't count as a touchdown. And then the, the Chiefs get the ball back. And that's that. I think that's kind of where that game died. I know that, that late on, Baker tried to lead something and, and get a few back for them. They did score in the third and fourth, whereas, you know, Kansas City only had three in the third and then zero in the fourth. Uh, but that's because of what I'm about to bring up. Mahomes injured after taking a hit to the head. There is some speculation as to how he hit the ground, whether it was his head hitting the ground, whether it was an arm hitting his head, whether it was his head hitting another head or another helmet or another body part that was hard. Um, but he did it seemed like he went unconscious when he was hit. And when you watched him try to get up, he looked very injured and very concussed. And I think that the Chiefs have to be seriously worried about that because, you know, you, you can't call the kind of plays that Andy Reid calls with Chad Henney as your quarterback. And I'm not saying that Henney is bad. I think Henney is actually a serviceable backup. But I'm not confident that Reed can get it done versus a dynamic Bills offense and a dynamic, you know, play calling scheme um, by the Bills head coach and, and and offensive coordinator. And I'm not, I'm just not confident in the idea that that the Henny led Chiefs could could batter this Bills team. And I know that Josh Allen is young, and I know that the team is young, to be honest with you. But I just don't think that it's enough to say. You know, the, the Chiefs are going to batter this Bills team next week. Uh, they, they escape from this this Browns game, and they improved to 15-2 and two on the season. Obviously a fantastic season for the Chiefs. Um, but that's on the back of Mahomes. And, and if Mahomes is injured, then this is going to be a really tough game. I know that Henny's going to have a, a lot of really nice uh, spots to throw to, but Tyreek Hill was obviously frustrated. He was wide open. Henny, Henny didn't even throw to him, so... It's going to be different. Uh, Mahomes and, and Hill really link up a lot. So if you see some frustration from, from Tyreek next week, I think I think that that's not a, a good sign whatsoever. I think that that's a serious problem. Um, and, and I'm hoping that Mahomes does play. Well, no. Let me, let me clarify. I'm hoping that Mahomes is healthy because Mahomes will be far and away the greatest quarterback of all time if he continues his pace. I don't want to see him injured. I don't want to see this be an issue that plagues him for the rest of his career if, if it's not a head injury or if it's a head injury and it fucks with him. I want him to get healthy. 
I hope that he is healthy. I hope that he's healthy enough to start. But if he's not healthy enough to start, I pray that he doesn't start because I just don't want to see I just don't want to see something bad happen to the guy. I really like Mahomes and some people I know get frustrated watching him just because he's so fucking good. But I, I see it the same way as I see LeBron. Like you have to appreciate the guy's greatness. He's unbelievable. He's capable of things that so many quarterbacks are not capable of. And I'm I'm just I'm not gonna say I'm praying, but I'm hoping for a speedy recovery for, for Mahomes. I hope it's not as bad as it looked because when he got knocked down, he couldn't get back up. He tried to get back up. Excuse me, and he fell over. He looked bad. It looked scary. Sorry about that. So I'm just hoping that Mahomes is all right. I'm hoping that the things can kind of level out for the Chiefs, and you know the locker room can rally around him, and and that he can play this week. But if he can't, then you're going to be seeing Henny go up against uh, a Bills defense who who locked down Lamar Jackson, who is a, one of the most dynamic QBs in the league. So we'll have to see what, what happens here. Um, Chiefs didn't cover for me, but they did win. So this was kind of like my only fumble for the week as far as betting goes. The next game was my master class. Buccaneers beat the Saints 32-20. Told everyone that the Bucs would be winning this game. I know that the Saints beat the Bucs twice this year, but it wasn't happening a third time. Not against playoff Brady. Just wasn't happening. And while Brady kind of looked like a statue here, he only threw 33 times, completed 18 of those passes, 199 yards, two touchdowns. Nothing ridiculous here. Really wasn't. But he did rush for a touchdown, which is kind of bizarre. Uh, you don't see that a lot from Tom Brady. And then obviously there was there was two receiving touchdowns as well, one from Fournette and then one from Mike Evans. Uh Breeze threw three picks. That was the difference in this game. Uh, the, the Buccaneers defense is what won them this game. And I knew that, that Breeze wasn't going to be looking good coming out here. I just knew that he would look flat. I knew that he would look hurt. I knew that he would just look tired. And that's what he looked like. And it's a real shame because I like Breeze. I think he's been a fantastic quarterback. He's one of the greatest that we've ever seen. Certainly one of the greatest that I've ever seen in my generation in my experience watching the NFL, and it's tragic to watch a player go out like this. It really is, and I think this is his last season. He's very, very hurt, obviously playing with nine broken ribs. That's crazy, man. you got to have a lot of fucking balls to, to step onto the field against guys that want to fucking kill you with nine broken ribs, and I can appreciate that, and I respect Breeze for that. I don't necessarily <clears throat> think that uh, this game goes... The other way, if Breeze is healthy, I just think that that the Saints team has issues and Michael Thomas is one of those issues. Kamara fucking disappeared and they have a quarterback controversy. Whether you want to admit that they've had a quarterback controversy the entire season or not, they have. Jameis is there to be the next guy. And it's crazy for me to think, but he is there to be the next guy. And he's going to be the next guy. And apparently expert, uh, sorry, expert lip readers read Peyton's lips. And it said, you know, Jameis, this is your team now. And that's, that's so ridiculous for me to think about. I can't even imagine Jameis being the head quarterback of, of a successful, I don't want to say successful, a perennial contender in the Saints. I can't imagine Jameis being the quarterback. Can't imagine guys are going to be happy about that. We'll have to see. Um, but but Breeze wasn't wasn't there for this game. I mean, he just 
he just struggled. He threw for 134 yards, three interceptions, 19 for 34 on his completions, but it just wasn't enough. And uh, Kamara rushed for 85 yards on 18 carries, which is not a great, uh, great stat line for him. Unfortunately, he couldn't get it into the end zone. Traquan Smith was the touchdown scorer uh, for the Saints. He, you know, he uh, he scored both touchdowns, and and the rest was was just field goals. So it's it's really a shame to see the Saints go out like this. But it's good for me because I bet on the Bucks. I knew that they would be winning this game. Uh, Bucks improved to thirteen and five, and the Saints end their season uh, right here. So that was it, uh, as far as recaps go. I'm um, I'm interested to see how how Brady fares against the Packers this week. He is the guy that that looked like he did uh did the did the did the best against them. So we'll have to see. But uh, I don't I don't think it'll be a, a a replay of that game that happened earlier on in the season. I really just think that 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 Rodgers is riding this all the way to the end. I think that he wins a Super Bowl this year. And I hope he does because Rodgers is is another one of those guys that I really appreciate and I really like and I I consider to be one of the greatest of all time. So, um the the lines for that upcoming game, I'm trying to find them here for you. The Packers are right now a 3-point favorite. Now this line has been moving. I've seen it at 2 and a half. I've seen it at 2. I've seen it at 3 and a half. But the Packers have been the favorite every single time, obviously. So Packers minus 178 on the money line, minus three on the spread. I'm taking the Packers to win in cover. I don't think Brady gets it done here. I think this is where it stops for him. Uh, he's kind of had a cakewalk so far going up against that, excuse me, shitty fucking Washington team. And then, excuse me, burp again. And then an absolutely trash Saints team that is struggling from chemistry issues as well as an injury issue with Drew Brees. Uh, I, I think I'm not going to say they're pretenders. Obviously, they're 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 here now at the NFC Championship. That's that's an achievement, especially for a first year QB in a new place. Um, so Tom can have his props, but the Packers win here. Rodgers and Devontae link up, two touchdowns guaranteed. Packers win cover. Next game, tough one for me. Buffalo Bills versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs are a three point favorite. They are minus 142 on the money line. Oh. So this means Vegas thinks the Packers have a better chance of beating the Bucs than the Chiefs have of beating the Bills. If Mahomes is not playing, I am telling you right now, the Bills money line is where it's at. I truly think that the Bills could go to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl. There is something, there's something there that's telling me that it could happen. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just because I really like Josh Allen and I have watched every Bills game this year or what, but I just know that there is something in that Bills team that makes them winners, and uh, it's hard for me to say. I'm going to say take the, take the Bills money line. It's a bold choice, but it's plus 120. I actually... I'm signing off on Bill's money line. I'm gonna leave you guys with that. Think about it. Tell me what you tell me what you think. Let me know. Tweet at me. Instagram at us. Uh, Matt might take this as a snippet and post this, so we'll have to see. But if you're hearing this, if you're seeing this, let me know what you think about Bill's money line. It's my pick of the week. 
I, I think that, you know, if you feel safer taking the cover or teasing the cover down to five and a half or six, take it because I think it's, I think it's a field goal game. And I'm not confident that Mahomes is going to be healthy. Concussion protocol can last up to 10 days. So we'll have to see if, if the NFL wants to really practice what they preach as far as the concussion protocol goes, then we'll see. But I don't know. I mean, if Mahomes is out there, then the Chiefs probably win. But if he's not out there, I'm confident that the Bills win. And I don't think he'll be out there. I just think that this is too much of a, too much of a risk putting the NFL poster boy out there hobbled by a concussion. If he gets hit in the head again, he could fucking die. And I know that's kind of dire and maybe a little intense, but it's the truth. So we'll have to see. But uh, you heard it here first. Packers, money line, Bills, money line. We're not fucking with the spreads this week. That's what I have. Let me know what you guys think. Uh, contact us on Twitter. Interact with us on all, on all of our social medias and stuff. Uh, like I said, Twitter, Instagram, and then follow us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Uh, I think that's it. Thank you guys for listening. Let me know what you think. And uh, I'll catch you next week for episode nine. Take care of yourselves. See ya.